Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Bigfoot. Talking about Bigfoot. 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 Beautiful. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sasquatch. Sasquatch. I am one of your hosts, David Bell. I am a second number of your hosts, Tom Ryman. And this is a show where we watch movies about people watching Bigfoot, and we learn about Bigfoot. We do. We're collecting a lot of information about Bigfoot from these Bigfoot movies. And then we will get him mm-hmm. or her. We will capture Bigfoot, and I think we will make Bigfoot burgers and eat Bigfoot, right? Oh, yeah. We're going to eat Bigfoot. That's, I would that's eat the Bigfoot. goal of this. I also wouldn't tell anybody. I would, I would contribute nothing to the world and just take Bigfoot away. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, we are, so this is uh, brought to you by our producer, Bob Grenville. Thank, Thank you, Bob. You. Thank you so much. Um, this is already starting out to be very fun. This is our second episode. We we did Demon Warp uh, as the first one. You can go back and listen to it. I insist uh, that you do. Because yes. Demon Warp is a movie that will never leave me. Um, yes. I'm enraged that I spent so many years of my life having not seen it. Yes. Um, and I'm, all of I'm glad it is now with me forevermore. So. 100%. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Also, lots of valuable Bigfoot information. <laughs> Yes, lots to learn there. Yeah. Oh my god, so, we'll go through so, so much to learn. Uh, I thought it couldn't get more nuts than this, and I get uh, more nuts than Demon Warp. That is, uh, this one is challenging. That I it would is say. It, it, in, a, in a completely different way, and I think yes, I think that's going to be the, the the spirit of Sasquatch is that yes. Sasquatch means a lot of things to a lot of people. Um, yes, so, so the potential to go completely apeshit pun brutally intended um, <laughs> on a Sasquatch movie is like you have so much bigger of a canvas than any other genre I think because like Bigfoot can be fucking anything he really can and this movie came out of fucking nowhere it came out <laughs> of the dark and it fucking punched me in the back from, of the neck it's from 2017 with like the yes. awesomest cast ever assembled <laughs> this movie is called Pottersville Pottersville, Pottersville. And it stars Michael Shannon, Judy I'm Greer, trying to find Bigfoot, Thomas Lennon, Ron Perlman, Christina Hendricks, and Ian McShane. Ian McShane as backwoods trapper Quint from Jaws. Yes, it is a direct spoof it at times of in, Jaws. A portion of this movie is a spoof of Jaws, which is just one of the couple of baffling things that it does. Yes, this movie is out of its mind in a, like you said, a completely different way. Right. Um, I, and I guess I think we I can, probably should. I think I can sum it up very, sum it up very succinctly, and then we can go through plot details. 
Um, okay, yeah. But I think this movie is basically an It's a Wonderful Life remake with Bigfoot that is also partially a Jaws spoof. Yes. Um, that is the big problem. I would say there's a few other things. One, I love Michael Shannon. He is just not emoting in this film. <laughs> He is just not. I don't think this was the role for Michael Shannon. It's a weird think, pick for Michael Shannon because he's supposed to be this. He's a, the the kindest, like this endlessly kind small town. He's supposed to be George Bailey. He's George Bailey. Yeah, for yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. But he's just sort of a little haunting at all times, I much mean, like Michael Shannon. Evergreen. That's just Michael Shannon's. Yeah, I'm just I also standing have, here doing inventory. I'm not. Don't don't let the the, the sound it, of ravens disturb you. I was so scared for this town. I was like, is he going to kill everybody? Eventually. Um, the other thing I would argue about this movie, it's an hour 20. I think this would have been a really, really good short film. I don't think it's a great full length film. I think it drags. I think it, they run out of things to do. It's weird. Um, it's weird that they run out of things to do. I found this. It is. I found this movie weirdly charming. Yes, I liked this I, movie. I came That's away. The thing. I came away from this movie genuinely liking it, and I'll probably watch it again. I but like this movie too, but it's it's, it's weird. It is, I, it, it's it's very weird. It's paced weird. It has plot lines that are weird. It's a it's an odd movie. It's a very it odd movie. It's not well reviewed, and I'm like, I can't blame anybody Man, for not liking it. I am not this. surprised that it that it's not well reviewed. It's not well constructed particularly it, no, it, it's like it's out of its mind it's charming almost in spite of itself but i think one of the big yeah. charm the things that charmed me the most about it and i wonder if you felt the same way is it never felt weirdly because there's a this is a movie from 2017 and there's a big pl- subplot involving furries um i also the, i also buckled up i was like oh fuck the they're gonna movie is jump on. it's not mean-spirited no it's not it it's is actually a, it's, it's actually a very sweet movie Yes, about the way it, about it handles furries, about acceptance and community, and and coming together to support. One. It's like a it's a genuinely sweet movie, and I'm surprised that it wasn't mean spirited. Yeah, especially with Me the too. furries coming in in a 2017 yeah. movie. Yeah, absolutely, it handles it very well. Um, it's still kind of it's not well, per- no, it's not they, perfect, but it's not perfect. But they do like he he associates with sex, and then they even say the furries are like it's not sexual. He doesn't quite believe it. And it feels like the movie doesn't believe it a little bit, but it generally, like you said, it's not like look at these freaks, aren't they funny? It, right. At the, the per- end, the, the person the, who the characters, call, the person who's mean to them, the person who 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 points at the the one of the furry characters and said, and the rest of you freaks is Thomas Lennon. He's the bad guy. He's the jerk. He's the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Thomas Lennon, by the way, doing an amazing job. Yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, you know what he is in this? He's Scott Bug. He's Scott bugging it. He is Scott the way he says it. sap. The way he says he's sip. Bigfoot. Sip. Sisquitch. Yeah. Like he's, he's really doing, going. He's doing this over the top Australian voice that's so over the top. They had to include a scene where they reveal that he's not actually Australian. Yeah. And he's just having so much fun. Yeah. Like you can tell they didn't give him any limitations. They no. just like. They, he'd do a take and they'd be like, fuck, all right. I yeah. guess that's the take. Yeah. Um, he's, he's being, he's doing real Matt Berry shit in this movie. Yeah. I mean, which is Thomas Lennon. That's what he's always done. Right. He just again, finds weird shit to do. <laughs> yeah. He's just Scott bugging his way through cryptid research. Yeah. It's incredible. So we should probably tell people the plot because this movie, 
I, I feel like this is like the movie Dark City and this has been like planted where I'm like this this didn't exist until like last week. Like I don't feel like this movie existed until Right, recently. like I've never heard of it and it has such an yeah. amazing cast. Yeah. Michael Shannon is our main character. He runs the general store. Right away I was like I don't believe that. <laughs> So like I don't, I don't know Michael Shin. I guess I don't know creepy general store owner. Um, he feels moments away from snapping from the beginning. He does. Um, he's this nice little man with a happy life. He's doing people's favor. He has a a, a book of debts that he people come in and they're it's like a, I can't. It's a you know, it's a ledger. It's a ledger. Thank you. And the the idea is it's a mill town that's down on its luck, so everybody is broke. Um, and there's this old rundown mill. Uh. In blast Ian McShane, just fucking co- like putting this movie in a headlock. Right. From jump, he's just 110% Ian McShane. Yeah. He's selling them elk meat. And it's like, yeah, he does look like a man who sells elk he meat. Has, he has pockets full of uh, exotic game meat and moonshine. He pulls an extra yeah. bottle of moonshine out of his pocket and just hands it to Michael Shannon. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> Um, so he comes fucking careening in. He sells him elk meat. He he tells him like, you know, oh, you know, we only go around this fucking, you know, this the big rock once or whatever. You should live it up. You're always here. You're always working on the store. And he takes that to heart. And he's like, I'm going to go home early. Judy Greer is my employee. I'm going to have her close up. I'm going to go home early. Surprise my wife. <laughs> and my favorite, my favorite moment is this. He comes home with the elk meat and he hears hallowing howling and, and he is so excited he says oh oh crap did she get a puppy and he like did she get a puppy did you he like, kicks open the door with flowers in his hand yep. she, did we get a puppy the most endeared that michael shannon excited to get a puppy yep. is the funniest fucking thing but only and as excited as as an, an incredibly reserved michael shannon would get so he, right he comes in the room where he's still barely making eye contact and muttering but he's like yeah out of property yeah it's so good <laughs> he he walks in on his wife dressed as a bunny having having like playing around with a wolf um that wolf is revealed to be ron perlman it sure is. and so we're like 10 minutes into this movie and i i felt like i was gonna die i was like this is <laughs> This is incredible. I've died, right? I'm being I'm being ferried to 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 eternity yeah. right now, and this is what they're showing me. This is the afterlife. Yeah, yeah. I've died. So it's and then his wife is of course Christina Hendricks. Yeah. Um, and so and so this is just out of fucking control. I thought this was going to end like the movie Bug. I was waiting <laughs> for him to just like you know light himself and them all on fire. Yeah. Um. Uh. He. Uh. He basically breaks down. He drinks the moonshine from Ian McShane. Uh, he tells Judy Greer, I just want to be alone. Think about wolves and rocks and stuff. Well, she, she chews him out and leaves him is the thing. Like it's. Oh, yeah. She, because he won't accept this. He thinks she's cheating on him. And I think to her credit, she's not. She's um, not. But the conflict is about. It's an emotional affair. Right. Like, she's not telling him about this. And then also she's like, I'm bored. You're never here. I want a separation. Yeah, they they do a good job, which is that they don't go like, ah, my wife's a furry, so she's the bad guy. Right. Her being a furry is is a, f- a little spice on there, but it's actually the fact that yeah, she's lying. It, it, to it him. ends up being immaterial, honestly. It does because like he's still um, he's still friends with Ron Perlman. I don't know. It's and they don't they it, don't it, they don't like make Christina Hendricks like an over the top bad person either. No, like they they, make, they make her selfish, but not. Like, I actually thought they punish. So. 
Yeah, I actually thought they punished her a little too much. A little and too that, unnecessarily. Yeah, I felt yeah, that way she too. Doesn't, he she doesn't get that punished at the end. No, but I would have liked him just sign, finding peace with her more. Um, well, that's I, one I, of the missteps. He, he has peace, but she she does. It's like right, she, she, she doesn't. It would have been nice if they would have made peace because it sort of undermines the wonderful life moment at the end. Exactly. Where everybody's yeah. coming together. Yeah. It felt out of place. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, and also the furry stuff is throughout, but right here, it's kind of a very sweaty transition. Cause the idea is he gets drunk and he's like, ah, you want me, you want me to be an animal. And so he basically puts on a gorilla outfit. Yeah. He, um, yeah. A makeshift gorilla outfit. It's like a, drunk. it's like a ghillie suit and a gorilla mask and all this other yeah. stuff he has in his store. And folks, you're probably knowing where this is heading. He <laughs> drunkenly rampages on the town dressed as a gorilla, and everybody thinks he's Bigfoot. And Michael not, Shannon and not a man in is a ghillie Bigfoot. suit and a gorilla mask. Yeah, <laughs> which is what this he is clearly a movie. is. <laughs> this is a a comedy about Michael Shannon as Bigfoot. Michael Shannon what a f- being mistaken as Bigfoot and then becoming the town hero, so he has to keep up the lie. <laughs> what a fucking gift. Um, <laughs> What a gift to the world. He Michael Shannon doing like broad comedic performances is like because he's in that outfit. You know he's in that outfit running around on on set doing I those hope takes. He is. I doubt they had a double. Actors wouldn't want that. So like that's Michael Shannon in that Bigfoot outfit I feel like running like, around I feel like acting that's like drunk. Why Michael Shannon would do it? Right? It's like, oh, that's right. This, oh, is, yeah. this is like a wonderful life, but then I also get to be in a Bigfoot costume. It's all one of those right, things where. Michael Shannon is so reserved. Everything he does. Um, and so to watch him try to be like wacky yeah. is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. He's got a bit of Werner Herzog, honestly. It's like he does. A, He's got a, 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 bit a pinch of, his, of Herzog. A bit of his appeal is similar to Herzog's appeal in that right. way. So this is him doing like a Jim Carrey role. Like he is kind doing of. like this. When he's in the Bigfoot suit, it's over the top. But like most of the time he's supposed to be George Bailey. Yeah, but you could could you imagine? I could imagine Jim Carrey in this oh, e- role easily. Yeah, easily, easily. Um, he's doing a role that would normally be a comedian, like Thomas Lennon and him. I think normally would be the I don't. Thomas Lennon is doing a whole thing. I feel like he would have been the the Ron Perlman character or like the Ian McShane character. Um, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good characters. There's a lot of good spaces for clowns in here. Like I understand yeah. why they made Thomas Lennon like the 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 crocodile hunter because like oh yeah. he can he can make a meal out of that and um, he does yeah. and he and he does yeah <laughs> like I'm not it's a good I'm glad they did this I'm yeah, glad this yeah. is who they chose mm-hmm. I don't think it's for the reason that they wanted me to be glad if that makes sense I'm ha- I'm I'm so fucking excited it, it feels partially like stunt casting right it feels partially yeah. like we want george bailey but it's also this weird version of george bailey where he's pretending to be bigfoot right it's like that movie we did fucking safe house where it's patrick stewart doing broad comedy where it's like we it's almost like they're like we just want to see if he can do it right um, it's it's more like the joke of it's michael shannon in this role so like, yeah even when he's like to, uh, agreeing to like oh we, uh, the very first scene we see him is his mom and her kid it's like oh we can't we can't afford to pay you this week maynard can we like can we can you put it on our tab he's like oh sure i don't mind i'll just put it right here in the book but like even in that scene like, yeah i kind of feel like they're in danger still like i still yes i still kind of feel like you're pissed 
Michael they Shannon. Always, they're always, I'm always scared for everybody around. Now, Him the, walking in and his wife, and now, I was like, is he going to murder them both? Is he going to do an MS right here? I want to like, be clear, uh, just because we're having fun, but like, from from the... It, it was only from that first scene because I didn't know what kind of character he was. I didn't know anything about the movie. It's just based entirely on Michael Shannon's reputation and sort of his type of charisma. And as soon as they as, playing like, yeah, but as soon as they established what kind of character it was, I didn't really have that problem. But like that very first scene, I, I genuinely was is, like, I don't know if these, if this mom and her kid are like in trouble. Right. <laughs> Intellectually, I didn't have that problem, but my body reacted. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like that opening scene, he feels like a man who's about to snap. He like quietly, he quietly shovels the, um, the, the street for everybody. And it's like, I can't, and he's running this general store and he's quiet. And I'm like, this just feels like someone who's about to kill everybody. That's just the vibe he gives off. Yeah. That's that um, Shannon vibe. Yeah. So now Shannon's in a pickle because the whole town starts getting into Bigfoot. And it, it, this is a good idea. Like I said, I think this should be a short film is that like he doesn't want to tell everybody like, no, that was me drunkenly rampaging around the town because he sees how everybody gets excited. It boosts the economy. People start showing up. Um, well, his general store starts doing good. I was... Um I think the one of the missteps here is that this part of the film is a montage, and then they spend a lot of time on Crocodile Hunter coming to town. Where yes. I think if they had made this, shouldn't have been a montage. We should have seen how his Bigfoot antics are bringing people together. Like we should have yes. seen more of that. I think. Yes, and, I that, think and that's so how the, you make this a full length movie that doesn't feel like it drags. I think. Right. I think what you're circling there too is that. One of the things this movie starts to do at this point is fracture who the main character is, meaning that we don't really explore Michael Shannon much after this. No. He's kind of just a side character. And so like when we circle back around to him at the end, it just feels like we didn't do enough about his character because what happens is we start focusing on Thomas, Thomas Lennon, Lennon. Yeah. and Ian McShane and Ron Perlman and their adventure. It becomes Jaws all of a sudden. Because mm. what ha it's Jaws if the shark was played by Michael Shannon. Um, which, which is, is a, a remake I, I need see. to see. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So what happens is <laughs> Thomas Lennon comes into town. Popping up out of the water. <laughs> oh my God, yes. I need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Lennon basically. I can't fit on there. You're going to need a bigger boat if you want to get. <laughs> Half, not uh, just him with boat. a little shark fin on his head. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. He's just treading water with a shark fin on his head. If you want me yeah. on, hey, hey, <laughs> we're gonna get a bigger boat. Holy uh, shit! I don't know if we're gonna get a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> just treading water with a fucking shark oh fin. Oh my god! <laughs> no attempt to make him a shark. <laughs> That'd be so good. Oh, um, we should make that movie. We should. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Get the ball rolling. So everybody, <laughs> let's, do it, let's do it. Everybody, if everybody, if everybody gives us a dollar. If everyone gives us a dollar, we can make this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and God, we would make, we'd make Ugh. that money back. We would give you your dollar back. We would. Uh, yeah. Um, so Thomas Lennon comes into town. He's a Bigfoot hunter. He's doing this whole fucking thing. He's, he sings a Yeti song. Everybody right. loves him. He's clearly a fake as hell douchebag. Yes. Um, and then we get Ian McShane, who, again, is the, the hunter. He does the exact 
fucking quint scene where he scratches the chalkboard mm-hmm. says y'all know me you know what i do for it's a, a it's an overt jaws spoof for like the yeah, next he, several scenes yes they just do jaws to the point that then he goes out with thomas Len- lennon big city expert quint the hunter in mcshane the hunter and the sheriff mm-hmm. um ron perlman and what it feels like to me is this movie got very distracted by this parody like they they even get drunk in bond they have a scene where, like, they they start the movie just completely focuses on them. It becomes a because, Jaws spoof for like thirty minutes. Yeah, and like that they long, just completely it's, it's forget. Him. Oh yeah, they completely forget Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. And this is when it was like, oh man, like you forgot who your main character was. Now you're just following these guys. It's weird. It's really weird. It is. Um, and it sort of meanders at that point because i'm not really that invested in these three guys i was invested in michael shannon and judy greer slowly learns about his secret and you could tell they're setting up some sort of romance there but instead of spending time on that romance they do this jaws parody like they i felt like at the end their romance isn't earned because they don't spend enough time on it it's also unclear what the stakes are like it's like yeah because they're trying to make it tense about this it's uh, so we're supposed to be worried that ian mcshane is going to kill michael shannon are we supposed right. to be worried that he'll be exposed and if he's exposed what's why is that bad um right yeah it's it that's another issue with that part of it yeah it's a very it's it, it again meanders really meanders um and uh then Michael Shannon decides, like, for the betterment of the town, he needs to go out and give them something for their show. Right, because Lennon can't go home empty-handed or else it'll make Pottersville a laughing stock. They'll never show the ep- air the episode and it'll all have been yeah. for naught. And it's sort of that thing they've been showing is that he cares about the town. And so he goes out dressed as Bigfoot uh, and tries to, tries to entertain it. But then Ron Perlman... Um, well, okay. What happens first is they hear a bunch of noise and they find a furry party in the woods. Um, so That's they right. pay off the furry party a little bit. Ron Perlman tries to like pretend he's like, no, no, it's nothing, guys. It's nothing. Let's not go there. Like, because he is also a furry. Um, I love the concept of Ian McShane faced with a furry party. Just that alone is right. Just having that explained to him. He's bewildered and doing his best to accept it. He's like, okay, yes. but you guys need to get out of here because I'm hunting a Bigfoot. <laughs> right. Again, he's not mean about it, but he, he, he it's clear it's just not something, it's right. not his world. He doesn't understand what's happening. Because <laughs> he's like, until you're, I forget what he, he calls her something that's not a rabbit. And it's like, get her, get, get your butt out of here because we're hunting a Bigfoot. And he's like, come right. on, man, she's a rabbit. She's clearly a rabbit. It's like, all right, fine, then hop out of here, but get out of here. Right. It's like, it's like putting a dog in a rocket ship. Yeah. Like there's, there's, it can, he can't possibly understand what's happening. Right. He's the most grizzled uh, Ian McShane ever. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to see Ian McShane on set having this explained to him of like what this is, this is mm-hmm. like, I want that so bad. Um, then, uh, so then Michael Shannon goes off, it gets, goes in the woods and we get kind of get back to him. Um, and he gets shot and 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 tranked by ian mcshane because you don't want to kill bigfoot they bring him into town because somehow they don't notice i guess they're all kind of fucked up at this point they haven't eaten there's there's a it seems to be an indication that ian mcshane is aware that it's michael shannon yeah yeah but everybody else like is a little drugged up yeah um you know ron probably got tranked um and then everybody sees that it's him the mask is off the whole town uh well thomas lennon is like i'm gonna sue you all this is bullshit 
um, and he threatens everybody. The town's like, way to go, Michael Shannon. You fucked us. Um, and everybody co- sort of shuns him. Mm-hmm. And Judy Greer basically saves the day by going to the town and showing him them the, his ledger and being like, you've all had your name in this ledger at one point or another. You've all, he, he's, he's made sacrifices for you. And the one time he needs you, you, you turn your back on him. Um, like he's not going to recover from this. Uh, and I want you all to see what's in this ledger and a really good payoff. The ledger is blank. Very excellent reveal actually. Yeah. Yeah. He is not keeping track of their debt. He is the ledger is blank, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is again, why I say like, this would be a really good short film. You have three beats. The guy at the beginning, um, he accidentally becomes Bigfoot, tries to save the town as Bigfoot. Everybody gets mad. Reveal of the ledger. Everybody forgives him. Like that's. I, I think there's. I still think you could have. There's a full length here if you just. Oh, uh, if you hadn't uh, montaged the Bigfoot stuff. I think you're. I think you're right too. I was just looking at this and being like, I bet I could literally recut this as a short film. Um, oh sure. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and so basically the whole town. Uh, it's very sweet. They all give him money and they say, we're sorry. They all, yeah, they, they all basically pay back the money that they owe him. Right. And then the part that kind of, uh, is, a is a stumble is his wife goes to him and says like, Hey, we should, we should talk. I know you've been wanting to talk to me since I found out and I'm here. I, I, we can, we can, you know, come home and he's like, Oh no, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. You were right. We should split up we should find our own happiness. This is clearly what makes you happy. And what, what ruins it is that Christina Hendricks gets mad and storms out. Right. I wish she, she would have not been mad. It's right. Such a she weird... could have just said, been like, you're right. You're right. You know, yeah, like it's that's such a weird it. note to end it on. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, they, they end on like, everybody's happy, but her. Right. And, and they don't, like, well, and they hadn't really gone out of their way to make her a terribly shitty person. She's not a villain. She didn't. Yeah. I'm again, she had an emotional affair, but she didn't like, she didn't fuck because Ron Perlman is still Michael Shannon's friend at this point. So they wanted Ron Perlman to be like, it's weird that he doesn't like, they don't punish Ron Perlman, but they punish her. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so like, I think they just, and they didn't punish her that much to be, to be clear. No, it just, it but just undercuts, still, it undercuts the emotion of that scene. Cause it's, it's supposed right. to be this big positive scene about people coming together. So it's like, well, he can still tell her, no, you're, I want, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. You were right. We should go both be happy because we're clearly right. happy together. And this is what makes you happy. And kind of this staying put and being the, the manager of the, of being the owner of the general store in a small town. This is what makes me happy. it's it's so weird that they wouldn't have her have them make peace in that because that's what the scene is about right it's just weird it is very weird yeah it's by the way this is a this is a christmas movie which this is coming out this is coming out right like close to i forgot uh, forgot the holiday we didn't mention that this is a christmas movie i know which is on top of all of that it's so nuts that I forgot it's a Christmas movie. I think I, so, I think I assumed it was inferred when I said this is basically it's a wonderful life, but yeah, yeah it is ex- for sure. it is explicitly a Christmas film. Right. So that like that's again it's just like I don't know. I wish I wish this was a little more a little more uh, coherent. Yeah, a, re- a little sweeter at the end. Again, Michael Shannon could have been played by a rock. I feel like he is so blank. <laughs> I love him in this, but yes. I love him in this. I love but that it's a, he's here. A weird choice. I love that he's here. It is a very strange you, you movie. You do get to hear Michael Shannon's Bigfoot scream. 
Yeah. I I think a Friday night we're gonna have to watch this and Demon Warp. Which um, oh, yeah. like this would be a good back to back. What's funny um, I totally agree. And I also want to say what is funny about Michael Shannon's Bigfoot scream is that if I heard that in the woods, I would be able to identify I like I would be able to identify it as Michael Shannon's voice. Right. I wouldn't be less frightened. No, of course not. I'd be like, imagine being some, in the woods somebody, and hearing Michael Shannon's voice. Somebody in my, I'd be on a, this woman had be camping. Somebody in the group would be like, oh, that sounds like Bigfoot. I'd be like, no, guys, that's Michael Shannon. <laughs> it's worse Chills. than Bigfoot. Yeah, everybody <laughs> tie up, tie your food up in that's the street. That's Michael Shannon. <laughs> we gotta go. Leave the tents. Leave the tents. Start the car. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's no time. There's no oh, time. God. The, the the wheels are spinning. He's got the he's got he's, a, he's lifted up the he's lifted up the back <laughs> axle. <laughs> uh, God damn! <laughs> Terrifying man. Good Michael Shannon. Um, I think it's time for Bigfoot facts, right? It sure is, Dave. So this is what we learn about Bigfoot from the movie we watched. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you right now. Uh, we have 11 official facts. Okay. Yeah, Those let's, facts let's are, recap them. Yeah. Uh, these are all from Demon Warp. Bigfoot will break into your house at any time. No fear. He knows what cars are and how to break them. In theory, that means he could drive a car or repair one. Uh, Bigfoot can and will twist your head clean off. It's yes. actually, it can be his main method of attack. There, uh, there's, there's a sub fact that I want to attach to that and to the first fact that Bigfoot will break in at any time. Bigfoot will kill anyone for no reason. Yes. Um, that was about to say Bigfoot. Uh, this is number four. Bigfoot doesn't want to eat you. He just likes the thrill of killing. Um, Bigfoot knows how to defuse a bomb. Therefore, it stands to reason he also knows how to arm a bomb. Um, Bigfoot is stealthy. He can be quiet. He can hide in your tent. Sure can. Uh, surprising one. Bigfoot can be taken out with just a few bullets. Sometimes uh, he'll turn into your uncle. <laughs> Sometimes Bigfoot's his uncle's. Yeah. Uh, sometimes Bigfoot are people who have been turned into Bigfoots by aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bigfoot likes to watch. He does. Uh, Bigfoot hates liberated women. Bigfoot sure does. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot. Oh, these are the same. Bigfoot is made by aliens. Um, so I, I do think we probably have the same Bigfoot fact here. This is my one Pottersville Bigfoot pa- fact. And I know you have three, right? Mm hmm. Tell me if I worded it the same as you. Okay. Sometimes Bigfoot's is Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that's my Bigfoot fact. Oh, that's <laughs> the one I thought you, this is the one that I had that I thought you might have a similar version of. Oh, okay. Bigfoot is a cuck. <laughs> I'm putting it down. Mm. I'm putting it down. <laughs> it's an important it's official. fact Bigfoot about Bigfoot. Bigfoot is a cuck. <laughs> Cuckfoot. Cuckfoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, what's your other one? This is from the conversation. That This is from the show me the way to go home conversation. The the, the oh, drunken yeah. fireside chat that um, Lennon and, and Perlman and, and Ian McShane have. Bigfoot is an alien criminal who was stranded on Earth for his crimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that... Yeah. It's Bigfoot legend in Pottersville. And the thing is, is that that ties to Demon Warp, too. It kind of does, Dave. That's why I was so excited to write it down. I'm like, "Mm, the pieces are falling into place. 
Is that the sequence where Ian McShane says Bigfoot spores a bunch? Right. He's yeah. He, and scat. 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 Perfect. Tell us about the goddamn scat. <laughs> What's your final Bigfoot fact? Uh, Bigfoot says Santa Claus sometimes. Oh, he's a, 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 a mystical holiday spiritual force with the power to bring communities together. Yeah. He, yeah. He brings communities together. I'm putting that down. All right. We learned a lot. We learned, we learned a lot. A lot. A lot of shocking new dimensions for yeah. big feats. And now it's time to talk about. Oh, man. Agent Fox Mulder. It's time to be like Mulder. What would Agent Fox Mulder of the X Files, uh, if you don't know about the, the X Files, go, go watch it. Also, star of the gamefully unemployed exclusive podcast, Fox Mulder is a maniac. That's correct. Available. What on he Patreon. would do in this situation? Now, right away, this would end with Michael Shannon shot to death. Oh yeah, this is <laughs> yes, yes. And Mulder would conclude that he's still a Bigfoot. He just doesn't look like Bigfoot and had to dress up like one. It, but he's still a Bigfoot. Right. Mulder would have Much come like up the, with the, the, the vampire kid. Yeah. Mulder would have come up with the alien criminal idea. No, he's an alien criminal he's sent down from it. And this is what they actually look like people. They put on the, the ape disguise so that they can tap into their primal extraterrestrial natures without giving away their, their role in the community. There's actually big, right. Bigfoots live amongst you and I right now. Your neighbors yeah. could be a Bigfoots. He would show up around the same time Thomas Lennon. He would did. show up with Tom. Like, he would go. Can it'd I be, be like the stupendous yappy situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would, it would be. Yeah. It would be. Um, can I be perfectly honest? I completely forgot about this section until we came to it. Um, <laughs> but it, but it's fine because I know Mulder so well. He would go on the the hunt with Perlman and Ian McShane and, and Thomas Lennon. And he would be the only person who would come out of the woods alive. Yep. Um, all of he treat Ron Perlman like crap. Yes, he would make sure all all three of his party would get killed, and then he would shoot Michael Shannon, thinking he's Bigfoot. Yeah, and he wouldn't get in trouble. I think once they they would go into the woods, I think Mulder would pop their own tires and break their GPSs so to make sure they'd find Bigfoot. Right, Mulder would be the one throwing everybody's phone away. Yeah, he'd be like, it doesn't like electronics. Um. You know, ah, shut off that engine. We can't, we can't get out of here. Uh, Bigfoot, it's a, it might be a disease. Like none of us can go out. Um, he'd be prepared to arrest Bigfoot. He'd have handcuffs ready. Um, again, especially, Ron Perlman, he would sized, treat like complete shit. Like he yeah, has like special, sized. specially made handcuffs based on size sizes that he took from these the Bigfoot subreddit. Right, and if he didn't shoot Michael Shannon, he would be furious with what Michael Shannon did. He would still arrest him, I think. Um, Cause he would be so mad that I Michael think Shannon embarrassed him. What would end up happening is Mulder would shoot him to death after whatever sort of tragedy befell the rest of the members of his team. <laughs> I, am, right. I imagine, uh, I don't know um, if this were an X-Files episode, I get Ian McShane, would get sick of Thomas Lennon and they'd end up fighting each other and, and getting killed somehow from their own hubris or For probably sure. by Bigfoot. Um, so he'd unmask Michael Shannon and see these Michael Shannon like, eh, and then like hear like a roo, roo, noise and turn and see a real Bigfoot silhouetted against the moon. Yeah. Like, like the end of. Um, oh, they would. Yeah. Of Quagmire. Quagmire. They would yeah. do. Yeah, you're right. They would absolutely do like it's a hoax. Because this is, the real this is basically Quagmire, except there's no yeah. real Bigfoot that comes. Well, there is because at the very end, they hear a Bigfoot roar and they look they off do. camera. 
They do. We're like, is there it's another ambiguous. hoax? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to talk about one major aspect of this movie and Mulder. Mulder confronted with furries. Now, I think he the first thing he might do is accidentally shoot and kill them, uh, assuming they are also big versions some type of, of things. A, some type of a Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I don't think he would be convinced that they were human beings until he r- ripped a mask off. Right. Um like you'd, he would once, have to unmask one of them in front of him before he would believe they're not a type of Bigfoot or giant creatures. Right. Now, I think people might think if you're not thinking about Mulder hard enough that he would embrace the idea of furries, um especially the sex aspect. Mm-mm. I think Mulder would bully them. Yeah, I think he'd be really shitty. Mulder's a Mulder is a hardcore conservative bully. <laughs> He's a jock. He's a yeah. nerd. He masturbates to regular British porn, like <laughs> r- quote unquote regular. Don't get me wrong. Like th- th- it's heteronormative stuff. Like he is boring. He likes baseball, basketball, and 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 British pornography, and that's it. And, and he's the and he's fuck Arthur Conan Doyle's grave. Right. Those, yeah, he, uh, yeah, <laughs> I almost goth. said Andrew Lloyd Webber's. Well, that's what it is, is that I think he's like the kind of guy that like Budweiser commercials are for, where it's like, here's some cool babes with American flag bikinis. But I think his secret no no. That's 100% who he is. Yeah. Right. But his th- secret no no instinct is that like he would, he would get wrecked by a goth chick. Like, remember him obviously. in, remember him in, in Trinity or three, rather, three. Yeah. Exactly. When, when he goes to the goth blood play club and he's such a fucking nerd there. Right. He wants to. He wants to be part of it so bad. He wants to be. Yeah. And then he's like, AIDS. And then <laughs> right. He's like so like, Whatever, weird nerd. about it. It's like, dude. <laughs> AIDS. <It's> a, <laughs> what about the AIDS? It's a blood play yeah. club, man. So I could see maybe a similar thing happening here, which is that like. So, so here's the thing. His name is Fox. So like, <laughs> right? Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I can see like this this idea of the furries. He would bully them at first, and then I think he would quietly on his own time start going on message boards. And like, I think he would. I don't know if he'd ever dress up. I think he'd never get that far. I think he would. He would just keep getting curious. You know, he would look at photographs and like be on message boards, but be a lurker. Um, and like, there'd be a part of him. That always kind of wonder. <laughs> Lurker is really encoded into Mulder's DNA oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Um, and I really I think that there would he would have a complicated relationship, but on the surface, he would just be like, Look at these animal nerds. I think he'd he'd be Thomas Lennon in the movie, right? Because that's what happens. Yeah. Like Lennon actually gets into it. He's like, oh, I want to be a little Joey. And he's like, uh, he like exchanges information and it's like, no, I want to come to this meeting. And they have like a genuinely right. sweet moment. And then later, when he gets mad when they reveal that it's Michael Shannon, he like cruelly denies that he ever shared that moment with Christina Hendricks. So yeah. I feel like Mulder would be that guy. <laughs> He would. Honestly, and I, I know this will upset people, I think Scully would be too a little bit, because they if both of the, our agents are the most sexually repressed people, and again, furry isn't necessarily a sex thing, but it would be in their minds the moment they saw it, because that's how it is in culture. Yes. And yeah. I and a, like a, you look a, at a Mulder, prejudice that a lot of people have to get over. 
Right. So they would link it to sex and they are, you, you, both of their backgrounds are basically that they're ridiculously repressed until suddenly they're not. Until Scully gets a tattoo and is almost burned to death by a man. Uh, right, and then talking to Jodie Foster meets John Hawks living in <laughs> exactly <laughs> serial like the, murdering John Hawks. <laughs> they're both so repressed that when they finally do do something, they make the worst mistake. The, yeah, right, va- <laughs> Mulder ends up in a coven of vampires. Yeah, <laughs> and Scully, yeah, deals with several murders. Just she kind of lurches from one to the to the next yep. for a bit, there. and in the yeah, and in the ultimate like punishment, they end up with each other. Yeah, oof. and it's like yeah, look at that darkness. Yeah, so I I that's how I think this would go down. Michael Shannon would definitely have been shot by Mulder. Uh, uh, yeah, or fallen into with some weird trap that he made. Or yeah. <laughs> Mulder making traps. I feel like oh Mulder. I feel like Mulder would have maybe even done a Geraldo, where, where he tries to un- yeah. give video, re- like record or get some evidence of the big. He would embrace capturing. Thomas Lennon. Yeah, he would he embrace would. him because he'd be like, "This is he's gonna find. He's gonna right." When, like he starts like rambling like about X-Cops. the. Yeah, exactly. When he starts talking about how Bigfoot's an alien criminal, like Mulder would be like, "Yeah, I read that theory too. Actually, I'd like yeah. to exchange notes with you." Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, so that's it. That's Mulder. Yep. Um, he would also and leave I, wanting to sue Pottersville. Yes. <laughs> He'd be so mad. Mulder has probably has filed so many lawsuits against so many towns. We've talked about this before on, on Fox Mulder. As a oh, yeah. But I'm sure he has a lot of lawsuits against him. They right, because we only see the cases out. where there was actually a Boogans. Like, that's how lawsuits most work, Most right? of the time, there weren't Boogans. They cancel each other out. Yeah, that's how it works. We've talked about it on Fox Motor as a maniac, but we only see the times where he goes to some small town and there is a Boogans. Like we don't see right. the, the 200 other times a year he goes to some small town and it's a hoax. So he's, right, he's sure. he probably files 200 lawsuits a year against small yeah. towns. <laughs> there oh, wasn't a real chupacabra here to waste my time. <laughs> he's like weeping as he files the right. lawsuit. I mean, he they goes told me in. there's a chupacabra and there wasn't a chupacabra. Right. <laughs> and they're like, we didn't. We specifically said we don't think it was. And then you said it was like you like that's how it would go. He'd be like, there's a chupacabra. Oh, right. Here. They never the call chief of police Mulder. would be he like, sh- he shows up yeah. like a ghost. Yeah, exactly. Like he shows up like a fucking wailing curse. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> he really does. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Oh. Mulder. It's like, oh shit, a mysterious death. You know what that's like, oh, Agent Fox Mulder from the F. God damn it, he's here. <laughs> Just like Grandma told me. <laughs> yes. Him showing up is definitely like a punishment for something you did. Something you did to the supernatural world. <laughs> Just like Prior Rudolph told us he would. Yeah. Um all right. That's Pottersville, right? That was Pottersville, yeah. Bob Grenfell, thank you so much. Thank you. What a delight. It, we it love weirdly movies. was. We enjoy yeah. movies, even weird ones, especially weird ones. We're two for two here. I, I enjoyed both of these movies. I did. So. I, did. I will probably watch both of them again. I will definitely watch Demon Warp again. I will probably yeah. watch Pottersville again. Yeah. Again, I would watch both of these on a movie night because yeah, I yeah. want to watch other people watch them. Yeah. I want, I wanna, I want people I wanna, to experience this. I want to see this this film impact other people. All right. I want to, what I want to do is get like, is I want to cut, I, I don't want to show anybody the opening credits. I want them to just watch oh, the movie. Oh yeah, it's a series and, of like, jump see, scares. Yeah, and just see who's in it. I think that's what I want. The first scene would be incredible. Like it's a close it up of be. 
Michael Shannon. You're like, oh, and then it's this woman with her kid. He's like, eh, sure, you can you can owe me some money or pay you back later. I'll write it down on the ledger. I'm like, I don't feel good about this lady's chances in the future. Right. And then Judy Greer's like, what the fuck? Judy Greer's right there? And then Ian McShane yeah. comes walking in with booze and, yeah. and exotic meats. And that's so just the good. first three minutes. And then the Ron Perlman reveal. Oh, my God. Right. It's like a drawn out. It's both of them. Honestly, it's a drawn out reveal. Yeah. Because first she pulls her um, mask off. Like, oh, shit, it's Christina Hendricks. And then he pulls his off. And it's fuck, it's Ron Perlman. Incredible. Incredible. And they're not done because Thomas Lennon hasn't shown up yet. Yeah. In a helicopter. In a helicopter. Doing fuck, an outrageous man. crocodile hunter voice. So good. What a fucking oh, movie. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, thank you, Bob Grenville. Thank you. This was through our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y, unemployed. For $5 a month, you get access to exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder's a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, Spielboys, and then um, we watch movies every Friday night, as we've been alluding to, and you can get custom podcasts like this one done, also custom we just watched, uh, lots of stuff on there. Check it out. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you? We also have mm. a store. Head over to GameFlanEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, uh, maybe Bigfoot masks, all kinds of things. Uh, so slap your Bigfoot peepers onto that. Yeah, your, slap your, your huge peepers. Sasquatching peepers. Yeah, your big Bigfoot balls. Mm, big swollen Bigfoot peepers. Mm. All right, later. Rawr, <laughs> rawr,